Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Streaming now now. at KDOW.biz and Radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investment, and more. We don't get to say this very often, but vaccines are showing thrilling results. You don't get to say that very often, do you? A second coronavirus vaccine has shown strong preliminary success rates, raising anticipation expectations that may help end a pandemic that has upended daily life and continues to surge. 94.5% effective against preventing COVID-19. Sounds awesome. How long will it last? Will we need a second shot? There's still a lot of questions. Do we have to get it done annually? Is there a chance that it's going to cause cancer? Is there a chance it's going to cause, uh, is it a corporate power struggle? Well, like, there's a lot of questions. The way I understand vaccines is even if you get a flu shot, it's not going to stop you from getting the flu. It's just going to make the flu a lot less severe. But this is more effective than flu shots. So it should make the COVID like, oh, I think I might have just farted. <laughs> and that was your, your your bout with COVID. Like, did that just happen? So it should lessen the symptoms. This is really, really exciting news. And we don't get to say that very often. Thrilling? Thrilling is like something else. U.S. retail sales increased less than expected in October and could slow further. Restrained by spiraling, spiking, volcanic, erupting COVID infections and declining household income. These are tough times. Um, it doesn't feel like it because we have 21st century luxuries. Like I read on my phone, my $1,200 phone, and I just got a new $1,200 phone to replace my old phone that does the same exact thing. We, we live in a weird time of luxury. An escapism. Did you see the new Mandalorian? You see that frog thing? It's a pregnant frog thing that talks. It's the big rage. Oddly enough, in time for Christmas, Disney has a plush version of it for sure. One of the funnier stories from last year was Mandalorian dropped. 
and we knew it was going to be a Star Wars story. We knew it was going to be a Star Wars story. We knew it was going to be a bounty hunter story. And then out of nowhere, it had baby freaking fracking Yoda. And this little puppet thing was doing the force and he looked good doing it. But Disney didn't have the plush toys because it had to be kept secret. And Asia can tell no secrets when it comes to manufacturing. There's someone who's going to snap a photo of it and put it on the, the internet. So this year, they got full Mandalorian ready at all Target, Walmart, Amazon.com Christmas lists. But yeah, the, the whole pandemic doesn't really feel like a pandemic when we got the Mandalorian, does it? I know you're saying, I'm going out and water skiing. I'm not going out and water skiing. I'm staying and watching the Mandalorian. It's a trap! It's a trap. Man, Admiral Akbar, that was the most disappointing thing that they killed him off. They didn't have to. Okay, we get it. Princess Leia goes fro- off into frozen space and she's drifting there and it's really sad. And you see Admiral Akbar float by and he's dead because he doesn't have the force. But Princess Leia, did I ruin it for anyone? Princess Leia has the force? I thought that was weak. Weak! Everyone seems to have the force. Even the stormtrooper guy. Like, what is this all about? Yeah, I didn't like the reboot or the reimagining. Twitter's rolling out competitors to Instagram, Snapchat, and Clubhouse. Okay. Twitter on Tuesday launched Fleets, its competitor to Snapchat and Instagram Stories feature. The company announced Spaces, a feature that allow users to join virtual rooms where they can engage in real-time audio conversations with others. Good for Twitter. I like Twitter for following news. I don't like Twitter for direct messaging friends and family. But if I wake up at 3 in the morning, which is pretty common, I can pull open a Twitter, scroll through it, and quickly see all the headlines from CNN, all the headlines from Wall Street Journal, all the headlines from The Economist, all the headlines from Financial Times, all the headlines from The New York Times. It's pretty easy, and I can see what the top story of the day is going to be with seconds on Twitter. So I don't know about fleets making it a competitor to Snapchat and Instagram. I don't know if the new audio feature, it's very popular with Clubhouse. I, I, I don't know. Do we need that kind of social engagement from a Twitter product? That level of real-time audio and video or clumping together stories? It's not going to hurt them. Uh, Twitter made a huge mistake. They had Vine, which was 14-second videos. And I, I know a couple people who started them. I know a couple people who watched them, and then they killed it. Um, they didn't have to. And next thing you know, TikTok's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. MacBook Airs with Apple's M1 chip is faster and better battery life than Intel-based predecessors. The news can't get any worse for Intel. They're still going to make a ton of semiconductors, but I feel they're becoming the Texas Instruments of the 21st century. Texas Instruments in the 20th century was awesome in the 1980s. And then they kind of became a glorified calculator and semiconductor that goes in cars company. You can't build a lighting system in a building without using Texas Instruments chips, but no one's paying premium prices for lighting systems. So I don't think Intel's dead and buried yet. They still have server chips. 
They still have desktop chips. They still have laptop chips that Dell is going to be committed to for the foreseeable future. Or are they? Will Dell say Qualcomm's work better? I feel bad for Intel. They're still going to make billions and billions of chips, and they're still going to make millions and billions of dollars. It's just not a growth stock anymore. To me, it's an income stock with a little bit of growth. Los Angeles Clippers star Kwahi Leonard has joined energy drink company X2 Performance in an equity deal. I can't get excited by that. I could look into it and go, yes, I know I've been talking about Justin Bieber selling out Crocs with one tweet. And Kwahi Leonard's probably going to get a lot of young men and women who play basketball to buy a power drink. But I feel like we got body armor. We got it. We got Coco Vita Life. We got, we got it all. We're good. Gatorade, got it. Powerade, check, 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 check. Do we need another one? That somehow this is better? Maybe. The energy drink market is $84 billion a year in the U.S. X2 products are sold on Amazon and at CVS, and they expect 300-plus percent growth, so I see why he joined them. Put my name on that, too, if, if anyone wants it. Sadly, no one wants my name on their products. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Mortgage rates are rising on COVID vaccine optimism. Was your best chance to ever get in to a mortgage at record low rates last month? Maybe. Not in the business of crystal balls. They never seem to work. We're losing kind of what we gained yesterday on Wall Street. Um, NASDAQ's the best performer, down one-third of a percent. The Dow is down 1.1% at an all-time high yesterday. I don't mind being down. I don't. Yesterday, all the stocks that I own were up, except for the one that I recently bought. Today, all the stocks that I own are down, except for the one I recently bought. Funny, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show or newfocusfinancial.com. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. Stocks are falling today as investors pause after the vaccine-fueled rally of the last 12 days. This has been the easiest stock market to predict this fall. We knew that we had a lot of big events to get through, and Wall Street should find a reason to rally. I feel we've done a great job this year on Wall Street. I think they did some heavy lifting. And it's it's ponderous because you're going like, we went through a, a pandemic shutdown. We weren't flying. We saw airlines lose 80% of their capacity. And we're at all-time highs on Wall Street. It doesn't make a lot of sense. The vaccine fell into place nicely. Or is falling into place nicely. The elections are falling into place of some sort of resolution. 
And those are question marks. And the big thing that we know about Wall Street is Wall Street does not like questions. Nike's trading slightly higher today. I don't know why. <laughs> That's sometimes what you have to say. You look at it and you're like, why are they trading higher? The world's leading biotech and pharmaceutical companies are getting ready to roll out their vaccine. I was reading European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen talked about how the world needs to avoid vaccine nationalism. Some countries see the quest for a vaccine as a race amongst global powers reminiscent of the space race of the 1960s. Um, and she's saying, hey, the only race we have here against this virus is not about Russia versus the U.S. versus Germany, who comes up with the best vaccine fastest. It's, we want to eradicate this thing. We're racing against time, not against each other. That's a very Star Trek kind of view of the world. To make it a federation instead of a country. I don't know. I guess that show was a little out of its time. No. Uh, the MacBook Pro 13-inch review is getting great reviews on their own Apple chip. Instagram is cautiously considering paying publishers. Trying to come up with a revenue share program. It's beginning to experiment with opportunities to pay publishers to make content. The app has brokered some select partnerships. Um, again, Instagram is part of Facebook. They seem to have all their bases covered right now, except for the really, really young kind of TikTok crowd. Something tells me they'll roll out something at some point in time that'll be unique to children. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Some stocks tied towards the vaccine that should do well. And these are very, very strange ones. FedEx and UPS, they're going to be shipping. They're going to be uh, using their shipping services. In theory, we have to globalize <clears throat> a fleet of airplanes that can do refrigeration and get them to trucks that can do refrigeration and get them to pharmacies that can do refrigeration and distribution of the shot. Supposedly, it's a, a pretty hardcore um, – a lot of technology goes into distribution. Just seems like you put you you make it in a factory and you, you put it on a truck and it gets to your house magically. So FedEx and UPS are going to be plays. McKesson does a lot of the distribution. Carrier does a lot of the freezer trucks. And now you're saying who? Wait, 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 wait. Who's what? Which one did you just say? A company called Carrier. They make freezer trucks and they're all in on ensuring we have enough of them. Integral part of the chain. Carrier also makes, think about it for a second, air conditioners. Not a bad play on global warming in the long term, if you think about it. Stock hit a new 52-week high yesterday. Stock has been on a march since March, running from $13 a share to $40 a share. Who would have thought? Not me. I missed that one. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Most stocks are opening lower today. 
after record-setting performances in the major indices yesterday. I looked at my 401k. Anytime the market's at all-time high, I look at my 401k and I kind of pat myself on the back. I'm like, good for you for saving Rob Black. Remember that stupid little app that I talked about about a year and a half ago? What was it called? Um, Oh, Acorns. You know, I just talked about looking at my 401k. That's my 401k is held at TD Ameritrade. But let's take a look at my Acorns account. That's that dumb little thing where you put your credit card on it and it rounds up your credit card purchases. So let's say you go pick up a six-pack of beer and it's $6.99 with tax. It's eight and a quarter. It takes that quarter and rounds it up to set $9. So it invests 75 cents for you automatically, which is pretty cool in my opinion. Um. In a little over a year and a half, I've got about $14,000 saved just from roundups and stock market performance. That makes me feel good. Um, let's see. Make sure that my app is... Oh, i got to relink uh, my Bank of America account to it and my Chase credit card. See? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, so it wasn't investing for me in the last two weeks because my Chase credit card was offline. I don't know. Does that make any sense to you? You can find me online at robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com. Amazon's getting into the pharmaceutical delivery business. It's interesting because I think they're going to be very good at it. Uh, As we get older, a lot of people don't like to drive. As we get older, a lot of people are staying shut-ins. They watch Oprah Winfrey all day or Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil had a great guest on today. And as we're shut-ins and we're with the pandemic, just... What a time to launch a a pill delivery system. Tesla's up 12.8% today on news. They're being added to the S&P 500. Some losers out of that Amazon scenario where they're going to start getting the pharmacy business. Walgreens Boots Alliance down 9%. CVS Health down 7.2%. But we kind of knew that was going to happen. Retail sales fell. No, they didn't fall. They rose less than expected. That's a drag on all retailers. It's saying the average American is spending less than we thought in various forms of retail. So that's not good. That's like we're turtling up. Our economy does well when we spend. It stinks because our consumers do less. My producer asked me, like, do you think we'll go back to spending free willy? Willy nilly? And no, I think some people have looked at their budget and, and tightened their belts forevermore. But do I think we'll spend? Yeah, we're, we're, we're Americans. Right now we're saving because COVID has that, that pesky paycheck isn't coming in like it used to be. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
sports machine. I'm not one to rate voices, but I wish I had a voice like that. I don't have that voice as well. I wish my voice was more Clint Eastwood like. Let's talk about what's hungering on Wall Street right now. What should you be looking at? What is ready to move higher? Yesterday, we got a pretty good view of it. Not necessarily Apple or Google or Facebook or Microsoft or Qualcomm or Nike. You know, the, the usual suspects, as we like to say. Value stocks yesterday. They were hungering higher. On a day when the market hits an all-time high, they outperformed the market. There's an index called the iShares Russell 1000 Value ETF, and it's not bad. And it is value stocks. It might be boring, like banks and insurance companies and companies that make things like air conditioners. And like you're like, boring. We want air conditioner 2.0. We want... Dollar 2.0. No, that does not how it works. Value in smaller companies typically have more leverage to economic recoveries. So small cap companies don't have the resources to shut down and battle a pandemic. So they're going to remove the weight of the COVID-19 from the backs of small caps and value. And it should be a distinct positive, the vaccine. So, I don't know. Time's going to tell if it's a reversal in the trends of large cap dividend achiever. Work, buy more. Large cap dividend achiever, it works, buy more. Large cap dividend achiever, it works, buy more. So, will that trend get, get taken down? Or will we stick with value? I own some value. There's a tic-tac-toe box on types of investments. There's three rows going up, and there's three rows going down, or columns, whatever you want to say. So you can kind of imagine this. It's kind of a uh, – what was that that game show? Tic-tac-doe? Is that, is that good enough for you? Hollywood squares. In the upper right square is large cap growth, and the lower left square is small value. On the far right column, it's all growth. On the far left column, it's all value. So when you get small, mid, and large on the lowest, mid, and highest tiers. In theory, you want to own one of each of those. I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say you want to have some growth and some value. You want to have some large and some small. You want to have some, what about international, Rob? Yeah, you want some international, but that comes sometimes from the large cap. And that's why they didn't get the response that the small caps did yesterday from a U.S. company, Moderna, notching incredible efficacy with their, bio, the, their bioengineered vaccine. Is that the right way of saying it? So more than a million cases were confirmed in less than a week in the United States, bringing the country's total to more than 11 million I think we're all going to look back at March and April and May. This could have been beat had we just stayed in, had we just not taken flights, had we not thought, oh, I've got a healthy immune, rock 'em, sock 'em robots, I'll be okay. I know you're saying you should write a rock 'em, sock 'em robots 
script. I probably should. It'll eventually come back into Fuego. So value and small doing very, very well right now. Tesla, I haven't really talked a lot of Tesla in this hour. They reported its fifth consecutive quarter of profit recently. They delivered 139,300 vehicles recently. But they get another milestone to put in their hat. They're being added to the S&P 500. Yay! Because I own some S&P 500. You know, I said the tic-tac-toe board. The S&P 500 is a large cap growth index, sort of. Maybe it's got some value in it. It does have some value in it. So you could probably call it a large cap growth and income index. So it would take up that whole right side of the tic-tac-toe board. Although, albeit a heavier feature look into the heaviness of the S&P 500's market weighting. So you're really getting a lot of large cap growth. Because that market-weighted stocks like Apple and Microsoft have more influence than the Palo Alto Networks and the Ebays. It's a bad example, but I think it works, so we're going to go with it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Yesterday, all-time high on the markets. Today, a little bit of digestion. But also, the big thing that's knocking the market today are the drug companies. Uh, Walgreens Boots, member of the Dow Jones Industrial Average, they're getting hit hard. They're pulling the Dow Jones index down by themselves, essentially. Why are they getting hit? Because of Amazon going into the, the pharmaceutical delivery business. Um, more money is flowing into the stock market from the sidelines right now. Uh, big winner in the last year. Let's talk Domino's Pizza. Um, and you go, Really? How can a company that makes pretty average pizza be doing so well pandemic? Bitcoin hit 17000 for the first time in almost three years. Uh, I'm not a Bitcoin fan, but I understand it. I understand the concept of an alternative to the U.S. dollar. When the Americans are spending dollars, we're just making them. Hey, George, fire up the printing press. We need some more $100 bills. We need that for our economy. And it dilutes the previous dollar. And it's buying power. Um, but Bitcoin plays into that as eventually the dollar will hit inflation, but a Bitcoin will still be one Bitcoin. A barrel of oil will still be one, bill, still be one barrel of oil. A hog future will still be a hog future. Price of Bitcoin was up 4% in the last 24 hours, trading above 17000 for the first time since January 7, 2018. Experts say Bitcoin's climb this year is down to a number of factors, including COVID-related stimulus and interest from investors like Stanley Druckenmiller, longtime investor. Bitcoin's meteoric rise is also coinciding at a time when more companies, major companies, are making moves in the cryptocurrency space. Bitcoin is up 137% year-to-date. Whoa. Another one I missed, but they've attracted big names like Paul Tudor Jones and, like I said, Stanley Druckenmiller. The gap between the traditional financial institutions like Goldman Sachs and crypto world is starting to close. Fidelity Investments set up a dedicated digital assets unit to make it easier for clients to trade crypto. Fidelity? Aren't they a conservative, boring company? Yes. 
PayPal recently started letting its users buy, hold, and sell virtual currencies. Bitcoin's the right place. I think that's fair to say. Right place, right time. Yay, Mario! I know you're saying, what is wrong with you? Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Stocks are opening mostly lower today. Again, yesterday was record setting. If you look at the markets on a day-by-day basis, it'll freak you out. If you look at it on a week-by-week basis, it'll freak you out. But when you start looking at months and years and decades, you're like, oh, it kind of works. I can see a bad month here and such, but it kind of works over time. Not saying that it always will. Now selling an aisle. No, it's not even an aisle. I was going to say, now selling an aisle six insulin and inhalers on Amazon. Now selling in e-commerce aisles, insulin and inhalers. Gannett's refinancing $500 million in debt. Did they see the internet train coming? Did they did they respond in the right ways? They're the owner of USA Today and more than 260 other daily publications. They announced that it has refinanced about $500 million in debt. In a deal that will save the company money on interest payments and lead to a quicker reduction of its liabilities. Smart thing to do. In the last five years, as mortgage rates went lower and lower and lower and lower, I kept refinancing all my properties. And I feel they're not going to get any lower at this point in time. Did I think they were going to get as low as they did? No. I refinanced in the 3% range, not the 2.5% range. Sucks. But you could have got mortgages at 2.75, 2.5 if you pay a lot of points. Like there was ways to do it, and like I could have locked in, but I didn't know they were going to go that low. But I did get it lower than they were before, and I saved money in the process. So on one hand, I feel good. On the other hand, I don't have a crystal ball, so I'm kind of beating myself up. I use a magic eight ball as my crystal ball, if that tells you anything. Ask again later. So Gannett's refinancing debt. It makes sense for corporations to do this. It makes sense for consumers to do it. It makes sense for... Uh, corporations to borrow money if they have growth plans. In the case of Gannett and USA Today, they don't really have growth plans. So why carry the extra debt? Why not pay some of it down? If you're paying four, four and a half, five percent, you could pay it down. Great. If you can restock it at two, two and a half percent, great. Good. Managing your debt is just as important as managing your investments. Managing what you owe is just as important as managing what you own. You may get a little redundant when I say that, but we're going to go with it. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Carrier, ticker symbol on the NYSE, C-A-R-R, they make air conditionings. They are rocking and rolling right now, all-time high, because they're the company that's going to deliver the vaccine to the retailers near you. Fascinating. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. You can hate on it, or you can hug it. You can get all mushy and love Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. One-stop shop life for the quick fix before you get a ticket. That's the way I live my life. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Please. No applause. No applause. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, one of the, the, the buzzes I've been hearing is COVID spiking to a point that it's alarming. And I've heard from my producer to family members to antidotally through friends and other people, family through Facebook. People aren't getting together on Thanksgiving this year. There's actually a poop show in my family because the mother-in-law wants to do it, but the father-in-law doesn't. (laughs) And the daughter wants them there to support her family. But the parents are like, we don't, one does and one doesn't. Fascinating. Um, it's going to be an interesting Thanksgiving and Christmas. If the numbers continue to spike through Thanksgiving, then we're going to be having the same conversation about Christmas. Families feeling nervous about getting together. Thanksgiving is an expensive holiday. The cost of food is something we look at in our lives. I ordered what's called a Willy Bird yesterday. Every year on Thanksgiving, I order something slightly different from some sort of online retailer. There was a company that made deep fried turkeys a year. And they, they did all sorts. They do like buffalo sauce, deep fried turkey. They would do barbecue, deep fried turkey. They do Cajun deep fried turkey. They do turkey fi- uh, fried turkey. Every year, I make it a kind of a tradition to find something new to say, ah, that's not very good <laughs> kind of thing. I think I told you recently I bought a Greenberg turkey one year because Oprah Winfrey named it one of her favorite things. And I was like, if it's good enough for Oprah, let's see if it's good enough for the black family. It wasn't. Too smoky. Very, very European, which some people like. But it was too smoky. It smoked. It it tasted like the turkey was smoking cigarettes. Like all its life. (laughs) And maybe that's the point. But COVID this year has really hurt the food industry. It's kind of messed up the food supply chain, whether it's food processing facilities, packing facilities, supply and prices have been disrupted. A company called Aldi, which is a big grocery store, um, they give a reports on how much everything's going to cost this year. Bag of stuffing, peas, sweet potatoes, rolls, cranberries, milk, dessert, butterball, turkey, 30 bucks. So it's not that expensive of a meal, but yet it kind of is one of those times where we all get together, except for this year. Yesterday, Zoom said, well, hey, we're going to let you watch whatever you want to watch on Zoom, hang out with whoever you want to hang out with for more than 40 minutes. So I started hearing stories of families now like, oh, we'll, we'll do Zoom at, at dinner time. You can, you can see us eat our delicious butterball turkey while you're eating your delicious butterball turkey. And just to be an instigator, I was like, can we get can we get the in-laws to our house instead of your sister's house <laughs> just to piss off the other family member? Um, a fully cooked turkey dinner from Ingles is going to cost you $32.99. A fully cooked turkey dinner from a company, Harris Teeter, is going to run you there's a local restaurant saying, hey, if you want a turkey meal made for you, you got to order four of them, and they all cost $65. So it's you, your wife, and your two kids. Your kids are paid $65 for turkey mashed potatoes. Uh-uh, no. 
but it's out there. Turkey costs about $1.99 a pound. Um, but if you get someone to prepare it for you, you're talking up to, it's like costing almost $100 a pound. I don't know. Do you try to skimp on that level or is it just me? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's an interesting day on Wall Street. Amazon's getting into the pharmaceutical delivery business. And that's really rocking Walgreens and CVS. So those guys are losing 8 to 10% of their market value. Boom, just like that. And since they're on indexes, indices, it's pulling down the indices because they're pretty big companies. CVS is down 7.2%. Boots Walgreens. Uh, Walgreens Boots Alliance. Hate the name. For some reason, I just want to call them Walgreens and drop the boots. But the retail sales came out weaker than expected on a national level. Amazon's hurting Walgreens and CVS directly, but they're also taking a shot at, at Walmart. Because do you remember earlier this week, or was it this week? Wow, what day is it? Yes, no, no, it was last week. Um, when we learned that Walmart's going to offer pharmaceuticals and pet insurance and dog toys, and they're going to have their own landing page at Walmart on pet supplies. And one of the things they're doing is they're they're delivering doggy downers. They're basically becoming a pharmacist for dogs and cats. I don't want to not mention cats, but I hate cats. I had a cat named Kit Kat. And she took my soul when she left. I hate her. Um, she lasted like 19 years. Long, old cat. So anyway, Walmart and Home Depot are lower today, probably on the retail sales numbers. Walmart gets a little of the abuse from Amazon's push into pharmaceuticals. They get a little bit of uh, collateral damage on that. Industrial production increased 1.1% in the month of October, month over month. That's following a decline in September. It's a lumpy recovery that is trending higher. With a new lockdown coming, I've started to see grocery stores say, only one package of toilet paper, one package of paper towels, that's it. No more. No more Lysol. Sold out. So the thought is that we may go, we may cut production again. We may cut distribution again at a time when we should be increasing those for the holidays. What are your big holiday plans? Hopefully it's something nice and sweet. Stay safe. I'm Rob Black. Wear a mask. <laughs> I know you're saying don't do that. Always wear white when you're on a bicycle. That's going to be my, my claim to fame, my PSA that saves the world. We are riding more bikes. And I am actually seeing people wear more white on bikes or I digress. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Rob Black. If this feeling flows both ways.